Welcome to The Money Mavens, a podcast for the ambitious female business owner that loves money and desires to create a business and lifestyle up-level. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder, and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business and lifestyle, combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, lots of fun, and a double dose of luxury. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Sorry, got the giggles. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Money Mavens. Sorry. Oh, got the I giggles. Just, I normally get, I normally <laughs> set off the mics and I said to Charlotte, do you want to do it? And she said, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, she started setting it off and then it went red, which is when you start to talk and she just started giggling. <laughs> it's a simple task for a simple mind. <laughs> but it got me the... I don't know why it's really got me the giggles that. Um, before we get started, we're going to talk to you about our in-person day in January. We're getting very, very excited. I got a real like, you know, when you start thinking about something and you get that little giddy. Hmm. I had it this weekend. I was thinking about it. We sold some more tickets over the weekend and I got so giddy. Yeah, it's nice. I think now we've got the venue as well. Mm. It feels more real. real. Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah. So it's going to be at Menagerie in Manchester. If you know Manchester, you'll know Menagerie. It's a really cool, gorgeous, really bougie, fabulous location. If you don't know Manchester, you haven't been to Menagerie, you will love it. Think pink floral pretty i think yeah. that's the best way to describe it glamorous glamorous, Very glamorous it, it is glam yeah we're taking it over we're going to be doing our event now on the 15th of january it's going to be basically just bring yourself we've thought about everything else so your lunch your refreshments your work materials everything will be thought of you just need to bring a mindset ready to learn in luxury and also Go away with marketing mindset and spirituality to make an impact in 2024. Can't wait. So all the, the links are in the show notes. If you've got any questions, just ask. But we would love to see you there we would. in person. It's going to be really exciting. There's nothing quite like in person. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. It is the best. And the people that are coming a really lovely, lovely group of women. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't know each other. A lot of people coming on their own. You know, there's some people that are coming with a friend, but whatever some people, some works for traveling, you. Some yeah. people live locally. Anything and all is welcome and you will be made to feel very, very, very welcome by Josie and I. So today we're going to talk about conscious consumption and mindful spending, aren't yeah. we? And, and we're talking about this, I think, because it's really hit us recently. Oh, massively. And because we have, both of us are consumers and you'll know that because we talk about it and... You know, we, we've been unapologetic about being consumers. But I think of late, both of us have had a bit of a reality check on it, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, like, it's become very real. It's, like, hit me, and I, I don't know I don't know what... I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what it is. It's not been yeah. a moment in time, or I've not... I feel like just all of a sudden... My mum is very, very environmentally conscious and, and is amazing at, like... Um, you know, she, she's very, very good at the way she does things. She has, grows her own fruit and a veg and um, she's really into recycling and she doesn't, she goes and buys all her food from where you take your own um, things, like, what they call bottles and containers. You know, she's brilliant. However, she is also retired and she has more time to, to do all of these things. Um, so I suppose because she's so like that and I've seen her getting more and more into it, maybe that's rubbed off on me a little mm. bit. Um, and I think there's more press on it isn't there There's yeah and obviously it's become it. more trendy and it's yeah. it's 
with Vinted having such a moment at the moment, which is brilliant and all these other things. I think we've just suddenly become so much more aware of it, haven't we? Yeah. But I, think... I don't think I'd... I was aware of it, but I wasn't living it. I was aware of it, but I was still yeah. consumer, consumer, consumer. Me too, yeah. And, and then, we're yeah. still consumers, don't get us wrong, but what we, we are is definitely more aware of it and we've pulled back because, you know, both of us have got loads of clothes. We've both got loads of clothes. Mm. And you've we regularly lot, you've do. Got a lot of shoes. I have got a lot Every of shoes. Every time I look in your wardrobe, I think you've got a lot of shoes. I know, and some do you know I clear shoes. them out, and some then I'm like, suits. there's some shoes that I've not worn for years, but I know that I will wear them again. And you've got some that are like almost like collectors' items, you know, like yeah. they're so like cool and special, and yeah. like you just can't part with them. And I get that because I've got, you know, yeah, shoes was always my thing. I, like shoes, I never kind of that has always been my thing, and so I've got a lot of cool, colourful heels. But, you know, I've got a pair of blue ones that I can think of now that are, like, electric blue. They're gorgeous. I've not worn them for years. No, and then you come to work and you've got those hideous pink monstrosities on your feet. What are She's they? She's talking about Birkenstocks. They're fucking hanging. <laughs> Honestly. Birkenstock clogs. There's nothing hanging about them. They're cute. They're pink. With, with their bloody socks on. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> and then walk, and then says, do you want to go for lunch? And I'm like... Oh. <laughs> Okay, walk 10 places I told her that these are the most... The Birkenstock clog sandals, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners will be wearing them. Um, but they were, they were the most popular selled shoes last year. Um, but they are not the, you know... Uh, there's not, there's definitely other shoes in your wardrobe that I would think are more fabulous. Yeah, yeah. they're not a fabulous shoe. They're a comfort <laughs> shoe. And, you know, at the moment, my... Wardrobe is definitely comfort over style. Yeah. I love comfort. I'm, I've got my trainers on today. I love comfort. It's just this. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a bit of a thing. I'm, I'm... Yeah, you're not the only one. My <laughs> husband was like, they're house shoes, are they? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh. They are man repellers. <laughs> That's what they are. But I think as well, something that, and we've just been talking about this before we came on, with the whole like consumer thing and like wanting something new, this has come up for me and this might have come up for people that are listening to this. I realised that I constantly wanting new... Mine's clothes. Like, I always want new clothes. If we've got an event coming up... Or, or you've got a date. Date or a night out. Any, and I mean, any excuse. I have got so many clothes, but I always want something new. And I started thinking about it and I thought, it's because I don't feel good enough. Mm. It's like, I feel that it will make me better if I've got something new. But that new item isn't sometimes as nice as the stuff I've got in my yeah. wardrobe. Because I've done that before. I've bought something and worn it and thought, I don't, this is nowhere near as nice as something that I've yeah. got at home. And then I thought, thinking about it, and I thought, what would happen if I just showed up in clothes that I'd had for a while and was just me and confident and owned it and that's what I've been doing recently. Like, I've not bought anything new. I've been wearing loads of gorgeous things that I had and thinking I'm enough just the way I am. Yeah. I don't need... Well, we were speaking at an event the other day and Charlotte was like, I'm going to John Lewis to get something. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, a messenger said, oh, what did you get? And she said, I didn't get anything. She said, because I realised I've got enough yeah, nice got, stuff. And I wore that beautiful... You look lovely. ...hallibob dress and I put tights with it. Now, I'm not... I had... There's no way I'm not going to not still buy stuff because I do like nice things and I, I am a consumer. It's not the answer though, is it's it? Not the, but it's not. And I still had a great time at that event and I still... Felt was, good. Yeah, and we sold tickets for the event. So I think I've just got it in my head that it's like... I don't know if it's because 
I've always sold products before. I always felt like I almost had to, I don't know. I just, I've just realized that I was looking for the answer in, you know, we, we want more and more and more. And we're actually, why can't we just be happy with what we've got? Yeah. So Living we, in gratitude a bit more and being definitely. mindful of all and that. We, Charlotte and I both have shopping compulsions, but ours <laughs> are different. So Charlotte says, you go and I love browse. a wonder. So she'll go to John Lewis or Next or wherever. We've got a couple of places near us. We've got, it's really difficult where we are because we've got so many good stuff. We've got a massive John Lewis, a massive Next, a massive M&S. Yeah, and Charlotte will just go wandering around. And then lots of little, lovely little boutiques as well. Oh, yeah. It's just a minefield. So Charlotte's somebody who likes to, that's how you unwind though, oh, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, so she will go and, and like, if she's stressed, she'll go and... Sh like, not necessarily buy, but walk around and I browse. I walk around. That is my coffee. idea of hell. I love it. But I am a compulsive online shopper. Oh, and I forget what I've bought. I'll buy stuff. So say I'm looking for something, I'll buy it. And then I'll buy it again. Oh, like, I know. I've seen you do that. I'll buy the same. So I'll say, say for example, I wanted a pink top. I'll buy the pink top because it's not arrived yet. I'll still be almost looking. I know. And then I'll buy another pink top. Before I know, I've got three pink tops mm. that have arrived. You're a bugger for it. I am a bugger for it. And it's... And it's it's a compulsion. Mm. And um, what are you trying to fill there, aren't you? Trying to fill a void. Scrolling, yeah. To scrolling, yeah. You get in your head that that pink top's going to solve a problem. Yeah. It's yeah. not about the item. It's Definitely about not. whatever you're, and me too, trying to fill. Yeah. I have got so many clothes in my wardrobe that I have not even ever worn. Mm. And I've got loads of stuff in my wardrobe. And like recently, I've been putting some stuff on Vinted, and you know, we've. Vinted, like Charlotte said, has got a real kind of... Um, it's very cool at the moment. Very cool. Everyone's talking yeah, about it. Everyone's it's talking word, to it. It's great, you know. And since I've been pregnant, I, there's, there's, you know, the clothes that I wear are, are, are different because, you know, I'm, it's uncomfy wearing the clothes I had before. And so there's that kind of, kind of a style of clothes that I want to wear. And I've been very aware of buying stuff on Vinted because I think, you know, people haven't worn these for long. There's only probably four months of pregnancy where you only wear clothes that aren't what you wouldn't yeah. normally wear. And there's like a, there's a British brand called Beyond Nine, which is really nice, um, made, made ethically, you know, cotton clothing that's good quality. And I just think, well, rather than buying new again, and I'll buy them from Vinted, because mm. whoever's had them before hasn't had them on long. And it's quite nice, I think, when you're pregnant, like you all mums together and like it's yeah. nice that they've had their baby and then you're passing it on and it's yeah. like it feels really nice doesn't it and I said I was saying to Charlotte earlier like with babies as soon as my friends found out I was pregnant honestly the the array of things that people passed on and I did the same like when I when after I'd had Wilf I thought that was me done and so I gave away next to me cribs our crib I gave away clothes pram because it's kind of the dumb thing to do. It's like you pass it on. It's like it's nice. we're done with that. It's beautiful. It's a, a nice part of it. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, a friend of mine, Helen, she gave me so much stuff. She gave me a cot and all this stuff. And, and it's like there's no flinching about it, is there? It's kind of what's done. And But why don't we have that same thing with clothes and other stuff, you know, instead of just throwing things away or... You know, I'm quite good. I, I, well, the thing is, I tell you why I don't know pass on clothes as much is because I don't want to offend people. Yeah, but then my friends. I always get, give them to charity. My friend, oh do. yeah, I give them to charity. But then my friends tell me often like they'll like my friend Katie's always like wants to borrow stuff. I should go. Can I borrow blah, that green dress? And I'm like, oh, I've given it to charity. And she's like, why well, haven't you given me? And I'm like, 
oh, sorry, I didn't know you wanted it. And I don't, I don't, almost don't want to offend somebody. Yeah. And be like, oh, do you, would you like this before I, before I give it to the charity? You know, like, it's like that. But actually, let's take away that from it and just be like, I love it, but I, I don't need it anymore. Would you like it? Definitely. You've always liked it. Would you like to? You've given me things before. I have. Yeah, definitely. And I think, but the thing is, it is less done and we don't want to offend people. But actually, what good is half a load of stuff in my wardrobe just sat there that's why it's quite good to put on vintage as well because at least you're making money you make some money from it and you make good money i made 500 quid before you went to ibiza yeah you needed to didn't you because you yeah. was like okay let's get some yeah. money together yeah i was like i don't want i was like we were going to ibiza i needed my spending money and i was like you know what rather than you know just use what i've got why don't i try like it was like a bit of a test yeah you said that you were like i don't want to i want to like go see. into my savings or yeah. i don't want to you were like i want to get just, this extra money yeah. and you did it yeah and uh, um and also people will be really happy to, yeah with the stuff that oh, they got really really like beautiful stuff but maybe like that i made 500 quid in two weeks yeah you can sell yeah. you can so sell. i went to ibiza with my 500 pounds spends of money that yeah, would have been sat in your wardrobe. Almost wasn't mine, it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> which was really nice. Even though it was mine, it didn't feel like it. It's like Monopoly money, it's nice. Uh, but, so yeah, so I think oh, yeah. from a conscious point of view or like a, from a sustainable point of view, but then also from the mindset point of view, it's just been a real eye-opener for me. Mm. But then it got us thinking about like, why do we always reach for stuff, such convenience as well? Yeah. And it's because life so complicated if you've been listening to the podcast recently you know that we've been talking about this a lot because it's like we just really woken up to it and been like why are we making life so complicated all the time yeah it's exhausting and i think we want to just simplify things now don't we like i can see why people have those capsule wardrobes now you can understand why they have them oh, i can see why simon cowell wears the same thing every day yeah, I'm like he's got the right idea yeah <laughs> It takes the ease away. The problem is, you know, clothes are an expression of yourself. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But I can see the appeal. Oh, I can definitely see the appeal. I think it's, um, you know, like it'd be great if you had, if we had, if we had like a work uniform. (laughs) You just have to put the same thing on every day. That's why it's great for school uniforms with the kids. Oh, I know. You know, it's great. You know what they're wearing. You don't have to think about it. When it's school holidays or holiday club. I'm like, oh, what's Wolf gonna wear? You know, and it does. It's good to have that, that take that another choice, another complication taken away. I know. On a Sunday night, I, I, I in five shirts, five pairs of trousers, five jumpers. Yes, I just want for every done, single day. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have to think. Yeah, it's done. Done. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it is. Everything's become so complicated. Like I really struggle with passwords, and you know, I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've got ADHD or I've got something, but I really struggle with all of that. But we've become now where everything is so complicated, like you can't get in anything or do anything without having to have a million and one and passwords checks. and checks. And, and for somebody, and I'm only very mildly struggle. I know a lot of people struggle a lot more. Yeah. It's very, 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 very stressful. And then you've got... If I have a trick, because like that for me, I, you but know, for you it's really easy. But for someone yeah. like me, it well, really it is easy. But even stressful. I get annoyed sometimes. Like oh, it's so stressful. You know, like when Apple suggests a password for you, oh. but then doesn't save it, and then oh. you cut, and it's like the most yeah. long-winded one ever. It's so annoying. But if I ever say to Charlotte, "Oh, should we do this?" <laughs> Charlotte's like, "Yeah, I'm locked out of that." <laughs> no, I'm locked out of most things. <laughs> I'm like, let's let's get you on the banking. 
Charlotte's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm well locked because up. Because what happens is I forget and then it locks me out and then I can't figure out how to get back on it and it just, the whole, the only good thing is I got locked out of two of my banks and it meant spend. I didn't spend any money. <laughs> and when I got back in, I forgot how much money I was like, that's good. Yeah. So there is, you know, good things as well. When you, But you know, it's because it's so complicated. I, and I sound like my bloody old person now, but there was a time when you would have just gone to the bank yeah. And the woman would have, the lady or the man behind the thing yeah. would have said, oh, okay, ask you a couple of questions and you were done. Get sorted, yeah. Another thing that Charlotte's been doing recently as well, because the other thing was we realised is like consumerism is like how much we're spending just like on nothing. Or, you know, we spend a lot of money, don't we? We do spend waste a, lot of, a money lot of money. And waste a lot of money. And, you know, that in itself isn't good from a money mindset, mindset point of view. Like, you don't want to be in lack where you're being stingy with yourself, but you also don't want to be just wasteful with money because oh, yeah. it, it's, it's a lack of respect. I'm terrible. Well, when, and I bet everyone can relate to this, you know, like, like Thursday night, Friday morning is like my get shit done at home because my cleaners come. So then like I'll empty the fridge and I, do, and I throw away a lot of the same stuff and I feel that absolute disgust with myself. I'm like, can't believe... Pouring away milk, throwing away bread, yeah. throwing away packets of ham or, you know, yogurt, fruit, all the things, spinach that I was going to put in a smoothie all week and I never actually do it. Yeah. But then I'll go and buy a smoothie for eight quid from the shop around the corner. You know, like, and then you have all this, like, remorse and whatever. And it... My mum said she came round the other day and I was chucking, she came round and she was having dinner and I had some lettuce and I was throwing it in the bin. She went, what are you throwing in the bin there? And I said, lettuce, it's gone brown. And I said, do you never throw vegetables? And she went, no. She said, when they're going off, I'll make them into a big soup. Mm, that's like my mum. She throws nothing <laughs> away. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, my mum. But again, they're both, both your mum and my mum have got a bit more time. Yeah, and they do, haven't yeah. got young children at home. And I yeah. think that we, we just want convenience, convenience because we're so stressed all the time thinking about... I mean, just thinking about all the WhatsApp groups you've got to be in as a parent or how you've got to pay for, like, all these bloody school trips and everything's and on an app. And homework. Homework's so on an app now. So if you're going to think about making a homemade soup from some vegetables that are going a bit brown, you're not, are you? No, it's not going to crush you're your You're not, mind. because you've got HelloFresh arriving or yeah. whatever. Oh, God, you just reminded me I've got some HelloFresh downstairs that I need to throw out. Yeah. I did that. I bought a HelloFresh the other week, and then when it arrived, I was like, I don't even really like any of this. Yeah, I know. Because it was good. only, it was on an offer. And then I felt bad because that could have gone to someone else. Yeah. Oh, I'm already panicked. Uh, it's so complicated. I'm already, um, I've, this morning I um, volunteered to make some jollof rice for mm. some Nigerian dish for my husband and his cousins staying over. But it's a, it's a long process to make. His mum taught me how to make it. It's a long process. And already I'm now... Should you not have started that a couple of hours ago? <laughs> it's now what time? It's 12 now 12 o'clock. No, I'm, I, it's okay. It's okay. I can do it. It's, it probably takes a couple of hours like to do it properly. But, um, do you need to go to the butchers? No, we're going to... It's just the rice. I'm not doing the stew today because the butcher's shut on a Monday. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking now, why did I volunteer? I was trying to be nice. I was like, oh, I'll do jollof rice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm shocked by this news, if I'm yeah. honest, because you're not really. Well, into my, hus- this. my husband's mum's from Nigeria, and her, she's had three kids in England, and none of them know how to make the Nigerian stew and the Nigerian jollof rice, which we eat every time we go to his mum's house. It's delicious. What's in it? I want it. Oh, I'll make you some. You can have some. I'll save some tomorrow. It's like spicy rice, so it's vegetables. Mm. Um, 
and Yummy. it's really nice. And it's the same base in the jollof rice as in the stew. Anyway, his mum came to stay recently. My husband's my mother-in-law came to stay recently. And I said, will you teach me how to make it? And she said, I will. So, because oh, otherwise... You'll be able to teach my little girl, one how, how to make, to make it. it. Um, because what I said was, once his parents pass... I know, you're right. You do the right, yeah. That then there's, there's, if none of the kids know how to make Does it... Does his sisters not make it? No. Sisters don't know how to make it, no. But he, my brother-in-law knows how to make it. But um, they don't either. They, never to, they, they were never taught. Well... They never wanted to be taught, do you know what I mean? They weren't interested. They are now a bit more. But I was just saying, like, you know, when his parents pass at some point, if no one knows how to make it, that tradition has gone. I know. And sad. It's really sad yeah. and it's really tasty food. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So I've, but again, I'm that's really... another thing. People don't pass on all these things. Have we become tradition. very, very middle-aged all of a sudden? Because oh, I feel like I feel the like last we few weeks we've become really, like... Do you know what I feel a bit sad of though? I feel like there was a lot more tradition and a lot mm. more, you know, when I was growing up, I feel like there was more tradition. We went to church and stuff, which I, I, I don't particularly want to go to church, but you know, I understand why people do that. There's traditions. There is like, not routines. What's the word? Um, where we, you do things like set things, every, you know, for like, oh, I can't think of the flipping name. I know, name I can't it. think of the name. Either. You know what I mean though? Yeah. Rituals, Rituals almost. Yeah that, you know, I think have kind of gone because people are so sucked up in the online world. Well, and I think everything's lost the true meaning because it's all become a consumer money-making thing. And yeah. actually everything, including Christmas, Easter, Halloween that we've just had, everything's become how much money can we make. Yeah. I was just going to say Halloween because we did Halloween as kids and we did trick-or-treating. Yeah, but... we wore a plastic mask and sweated our fucking tits off in yeah, it. Yeah, and we wore a black bin <laughs> bag. A black bin bag and you were like... Or a sheet as a ghost yeah. with holes yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> and you came home and you probably had like a couple of 20p's in there, a tangerine, maybe a bit of chocolate from somebody that thought about what they were doing, you know. Like, it was completely different. Yeah, when um, now we're buying our kids polyester crap every year that they want at 20 quid a pot. I know. Well, when we had that... Where Josie lives, where we record this, in the village, there was a lovely, um, what's it called? Like recycle, where, where you took your own. Oh, yeah. M's, eco M's. And she did last year where you could take a Halloween costume and exchange it for another one. To be fair, Wilf School did and that. And I as did well. that yeah. last year, but obviously that's gone. Yeah, to be um, fair, Wolf School did that. They were like, bring in a yeah, thing and change. change it. I've been trying to do that and I've been. Um, gifting all the ones of Harry's. Yeah, because they're all polyester crap. We were like landfill. You mm. know, we need to be passing them on. But Although again... this year I bought, well, I didn't. My mum bought Harry a organic skeleton costume. It was like really beautiful, really nice. Oh, nice. And it's like a onesie and he's kept it that he can wear. Oh, nice. And it's not landfill stuff. It's like really nice. But oh, it right. costs like 45 quid and most people aren't going to spend 45 yeah. quid on a Halloween costume. Well, Will had a Grim Reaper one, which was fire Grim Reaper, which was just like this overall cloak thing and a mask but it's just crappy material but it was like 23 quid or something but um that's it though isn't it we're sucked into it everything christmas this uh, like i remember at christmas we always got gifts at christmas but not like they do now oh no it's obscene so i have to be fair talking about this for the last four years i followed well i've not fully followed but i've tried my best to follow for the kids, something they want, 
something they need, something to wear, and something to read. Yeah, I love that. So it's just four gifts, something they want. You know, the something they want last year, I think, was a flipping um, Nintendo Switch or something, you know, which was a good, a big gift. Something they need could be a coat, like a winter coat. Uh, something to wear. Again, the coat could fall into that, but, you know, it might be like pyjamas or something. And something to read, a book. And to be fair, I've probably gone a couple of gifts over every year, so maybe got six. But on the whole, stuck to that. And it's been really good because what we were doing before was just buying crap. Just tons and tons. And what I've noticed with my children is they get overwhelmed. It's like open throw, open throw. They're not even enjoying the gifts. And I think, you know, that's what kids have got to now. It's like how many things are under the tree? How many things? When I was younger, we always got a satsuma and an apple in our stocking and some gold coins. Yeah. You know, and I, we had good stuff. We got like a bike and things like that. And I remember we had quite a lot of gifts, but I just think it's got crazy now, hasn't well, it? Well, it's become competitive as well, isn't it? Because everyone's posting stuff on social media and it's like the bloody elf on the shelf. And like, I I get caught up in it. I got an elf last year. I don't do the elf on the shelf. But then this year, I was like, oh, when it's the 1st of December, I can't just get the elf out of it. Maybe I'll get it like put in a balloon with a this and that. And then I was like, why am I, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why do I need to do all these things? Yeah. You know, and then I was like, oh, I don't really like the elf. It looks a bit like tacky. And then I saw, you know, that jelly cat? Yeah. They do an elf and it's really gorgeous. But it was £35 and it had a book to go with it. It was like £27. And I was in John Lucy the other day and I had it all in my hand. And then I thought, what are you doing? Yeah. The elf on the shelf's about 35 I quid. I was like, as if I need to buy a snazzy but i was like oh but it'll look nice and it'll go with my deck look great on the ground yeah it'll go with the decor of my house because i'm more of that kind of look than that shitty one like that <laughs> and i was like this is ridiculous i, I put it down i was like get well a i bought a kit an elf on the shelf kit which has got 24 days of the ideas of and props 24 days of hell in it <laughs> and this is what happens with elf on the shelf every year we get in bed and we're just like settled in and snoozing off and then one of us will go the elf! <laughs> so what I might do this year, because Otis is 14, I might get him to do him it. To, get oh, him to do it. that's a good idea. Yeah. He might not want to do it. <laughs> task him with it. I could task him with it, though. Yeah, because yeah, obviously Wolf's... Because Otis loved the elf on the shelf for years, Aww. and he loved it. So I think maybe getting him involved in it might be good. That's cute. My, yeah. my elf's really lazy this year and he's just bringing you chocolate every day because my child just loves chocolate so i was like instead of an advent calendar it, yeah. yeah instead of the advent calendar because harry eats the all 25 chocolates oh yeah we all do one Didn't morning you, when you yeah. Were a kid. yeah and then moans and then wants an advent calendar and last year i must have spent an about, advent calendar a day i must have spent about 150 <laughs> quid on advent calendars so this year the elf is going to bring a chocolate, chocolate every, every day. morning it's a great idea and that is what the elf's doing mm. and then on day 24 he has got a letter from Santa and a key because we've got, um, well, I have got a chimney, but I've got a Santa key and a letter oh, saying that he's been on the good list and he's going to get presents. Oh. I mean, it's a total lie because I know for a fact he won't have been on the good list because he's going to be naughty <laughs> between now and then. But, you know, he can still have some presents. Oh. But, you know, Harry, don't talk about the, Harry did his Christmas list. He put four football kits on there that would be 400 pounds i said to him you can't have four football kits he wants a new messy kit and then he wants this new player at city and he wants a new harlan kit and i was like no you're six well get your dad to get him one you'll get him well, one his mum your mum can get so him we, one. that's what we're doing he's having three but that's ridiculous as well it is ridiculous because if we but he will wear them to be fair if me and his dad were still together we wouldn't be doing no. harry wouldn't 
it's like Harry gets double of everything because me and his dad both feel guilty all the time. Yeah. I had that growing up though and I liked it. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> and it's just, it's just bonkers. It but then I don't bonkers. want to disappoint Harry. Stuff, and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I don't... But he doesn't need them. But then we don't need anything and we do these things for our kids and of course he's going to have things that he wants. Because it's, but... I saw something the other day as well like, um, on Instagram... A mum was saying, instead of doing a New Year's Eve box, which is not a Christmas, Christmas Eve box, which is really trendy nowadays, she said she finds that she does these Christmas Eve boxes and the kids might be interested for a little bit, but then by the next day it's gone and you've wasted quite a lot of money. She said she does now a December box. So she uses a basket she's already got and puts in it pyjamas and some yeah, Christmas nice. things and leaves out the Christmas box all of December. And then the kids, so they might have Christmas straws, some Christmas activities. And so then instead of... Just that Christmas Eve, December box. Yeah. I thought that was a good idea. That's nice. I yeah. broke Harry's Christmas Eve box last year and I didn't replace it because he wasn't that bothered. So on Christmas Eve, I always do like a little mini Christmas tea for him and like, yeah. you know me, I theme the table and I have all the straw. It's, it's re it looks really cute. And I put balloons out for him. And I think you did a Christmas dinner last year. I did. I came to. Yeah. I, I do really like doing all that. But I did this Christmas Eve box and he just wasn't bothered. And I realised it was for me rather than him. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I'll do like a... Well, I said to him the other day, I said, would you like some Christmas pyjamas? And he looked at me and he went, no, why? I thought, right, I'm not going to get you any. I've bought them again. So every year for the last four years, I buy Christmas pyjamas for us all. Anyway, this last year, Otis would not get involved. Like, I'd bought him the pyjamas and he was just like, I'm not wearing them. I don't like pyjamas, I'm not wearing them. I said, just for a photo, he was like, absolutely not. He was 13 at the time. Anyway, this year I've tried again and I've gone for like a red check and uh, they arrived the other day. I got them early, which was very good for me because it was like they, they sell out though, I've noticed. I know, they well, do sell like, out. I struggle normally, so I got them this year on time. Um, just red check, which we can be worn all year and beautiful. Cotton, like nice ones. And uh, Otis was like, I'm not wearing them. <laughs> what can you do? You can't, you can't force them. I know. And Will's like, where's the one for the baby? I was like, the baby's not going to be here. Aww. No. So I think, the I, I, do I have to give up? It's not for them, is it? It's for me, that. Of course it is. And it why is do I need a picture of us all in the same well, pyjamas? Well, I've never I've never done it. And this year I thought I would do it's it. Only for the, it's only for the internet, isn't it, Again, really? Because you're so... fighting. So really what would happen is I am fighting to get all my family in the pyjamas. My husband will get in them. He's fine. <laughs> Will... You know, with a probably bribe of chocolate, he'll get in them. Otis would be a battle. He might eventually put them on, but he would be very unhappy. Yeah. We will have had an argument. And then I'll be like, smile for the picture. Merry I'll... Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> smile for the picture and I'll get you a takeaway or something. And so um, we'll take this picture and he's like half smiling. And then you'll put it on the gram. But really, your whole house is falling apart in order to do Isn't that ridiculous? Ridiculous. But isn't it crazy? We've all bought, everybody's bought into all this, this stuff. Shit. Yeah. It's all about, when you, when you when take you, a step back, it's think, all about what you look like. Isn't yeah. it? It's all about wanting to look. Be part of something as well. Part, yeah, I do think we like, we, as humans, we like to be part of something. That's always been the way. That's why, yeah. um, you know, there's always been like, when you were younger, did you used to be in fan clubs? 
Yes, I loved a fan club. I loved a fan club. You used to like sign up for the. I used to be yeah. in the Times fan club. The you Times know, like, paper. Yeah, the Times paper. How very middle class of you! I, know. I was in like Bros and take that <laughs> and Mookie's on the block. You were in the Times. Well, you know, and you used to like sign up I at the back. You used to fill out the, like a form in the back of the paper and sign what off. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was a brosette and you were in the time. But it wasn't, it was, it was like a kids club. It wasn't like the, you wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the times. It was just, they had this like kids club. Where did you get send a briefcase? You they, <laughs> they sent you like a paper briefcase. What yeah, with like activities in. What a loser. Oh. <laughs> Apparently I was very geeky until this I was 11. This is cracking me up. Oh, yeah. you're like Will from the Inbetweeners. Yeah. Well, I'm not like Will from the bloody yeah. Inbetweeners. But until oh. I was about 11, I was quite uh, studious. My mum said you were very studious. Aww. She said, then one day you went upstairs and came down with... My glasses had gone, because I used to wear glasses. She said, my glasses had gone. I full face of makeup and knee boots on. And she's like, oh, where's uh. my daughter gone? Yeah, I think when I hit high school, I changed. But I was quite studious oh, before really that. really cute, actually. Yeah. I was quite studious, but then I rebelled. I've rebelled. never been like that. I was always in the... Well, I love boy bands, so yeah. But you, you know, we've always wanted to be part of something, Definitely. you know. And, and and I think it's I think it's lovely to want to be part of a club or, a, you know, whatever. But I don't know if this, what what's happened now, is healthy. You know, with all this like Social mass media. consumerism and, and 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 all these filters and you know, like we never had like. And I myself the other day, I took a picture. And I was like, God, is that how I look? And and I don't like filters at all. But I, I was literally just like, it was a picture of me and my husband and we he looked lovely on the picture and I just looked tired. And I was like, God, is that how I look? And I was thinking, oh, I could just put a filter on it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to put a filter on it. But that's the first thing that popped in my head. Well, we wouldn't have had that 20 years ago. Mm. Would we could have just put a filter on it. I know. Or let's pretend I look different. Retouch it or whatever, all the yeah. things. No, I know. But it's just... I just, yeah, I think if we slow down a little bit and we're just a bit more mindful about what we're consuming, and when I say consuming as well, like consuming in terms of like what podcast you might be listening to or what TV things you're watching, because there's so much of everything, we can become overstimulated and actually um, become numb to things. I can do that where I get a feeling where I can't think because I feel so overstimulated by yeah. all the stuff that's going on because I've been watching too much or listening to too much or reading too much and everything becomes too much and I just have to kind of like strip it back. I get a bit manic when I'm in that state. Yeah, like, I get I'll be searching on my phone and I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'll be going from app to app. Yeah. Like, I'll go to my email, then I'll go to the Instagram, then I'll go to WhatsApp and then yeah, I'll go horrible. to... And it's like, I'm, and I'm like, and I'll stop and I'll be like, what am I looking for? No, it's horrible. It's like and being it's like a hamster on a wheel. Frantic feeling. It's like being an addict, I suppose. It really, is like being it? an addict. Like, you yeah. know, when you're an addict, and I have an addictive personality, so I, you know, I can get very obsessed with things. But that's what it becomes like. But it's designed. When you watch that social, yeah. that that film on Netflix, is it called The Social Social Experiment or something? There's a film. It's really good. And it shows you how it's designed. And it's, it's designed exactly for that. It's like gambling. It's designed yeah. like gambling. It's scary, really. But you know, it? like, it's our choice to take the power back. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I've got with everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm choosing to take my power back. Yeah. If I could... If we didn't run a business, I would 1 million percent come off social media and the grid. And my, a lot of my friends 
who are employed do not use socials and they said their mental health has been so much better. Really? Obviously, we, we have to have it for marketing purposes yeah. and it's become a way of life. But two of my very, my, two of my very best friends are on no social at all. They haven't oh, been really? all year and they completely... Oh, gosh. Completely different. Do you know what? I can imagine. Mm. I can They're imagine. not even on there. They don't look at anything. Like, literally, they haven't got a clue. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit like that with some things like the news and stuff. I don't like to watch. Mm. Although at the moment, you know, there's wars going on and it's. It, I kind of feel a bit drawn to more seeing... Well, you said the other day and, it was, and it's really stuck in my mind... We can look away, but those people can't look away. Yeah. And if we look away, we are part of it. Yeah. And I have, and it's as hard as it is to look at what's going on. It's also our responsibility. It is. Because people don't make these noise. People. Yeah. People, like yeah. you, we were talking about mums, and it makes me get really upset when I think about it. Like, you know, we can protect our children. Those most mums can't. Yeah. So it's we've got to try and do what we can. Yeah. Make some noise you know, about it yeah. to protect them because. Yeah. Imagine going, because we were just saying, like, imagine going to bed with your kids and not knowing that they're going to be there. You can, you can, there's nothing you can do. Like, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. It's horrendous what's yeah. happening out there. And, you know, I can't look away anymore. Yeah. I don't know what I can do. And I've, I've given money, um, but I don't, I would love to do more. Yeah. I really would because it's just so awful. I know. And I think that was the thing for me. What I was doing was I was looking away and then I realised oh, that makes me part of the problem. Isn't it privileged that you can look away? I know. Oh, I can't watch that because it's making me feel, feel sad. sad. I know, like well, making it about us. Exactly. I, know, like, I, know. I hate I know. that. And like, people are like, oh yeah, I don't. But to me, that makes me just yeah. a part of it. And we need to be I outraged. Can't. We need as, as a, a world to be outraged at what's going on and, you know, and, and and do something about it because unless people are outraged it carries on doesn't it and I think yeah well, because it's because though it's on social media so I do think people get desensitised from it though because they're kind of like the first mm. time you see stuff you're like oh my god it's terrible and then people see it and see it and see it and then it's like it's almost like a movie almost and it, it? yeah is it real and then people are like oh it's not real and I'm like no that is real yeah. it's so hard though because you don't know you know how you don't know the ins and outs do you either but i suppose like oh what you can do or just know that horrible things are happening awful and, and all over though like not yeah. just all over the world things are happening yeah. and, and you think... get you get forgetting because like not that long ago everyone was 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 talking about ukraine and that's still going on but yeah. no one's talking about it now sudan there's like there's so much going on in the world but that's the thing isn't it we get stuck in our own lives and how bloody privileged are we and we're talking about oh, you know, not buying an extra dress, you know, it's, it makes you feel a bit sick sometimes. I know, well, it's my birthday next Monday and I've already decided, I'm saying to everybody, I do not want anything, I want, I'm going to pick a charity. Oh, I've already bought you present. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you know. Well, no, people still want to buy me something, they can, but if, yeah. they, if they're stuck on what to buy me... Yeah, you don't need anything. I'm going to say to people, I've picked this charity. I, I know, don't need anything, yeah. I did it a couple of years ago with a dog charity, and people still bought me stuff, but then they gave, like, a five yeah. or whatever to... Um, I support the Oldies Club, if anyone knows it. It's for dogs that are older that don't get a chance, mm. that people forget. Yeah. They're usually ones that have got, like, illnesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah. I think that's a nice thing to do because actually if you don't need anything, rather than getting something that you don't actually need or even particularly want, 
you know, because on your birthday you do get a lot of stuff that you yeah. don't need, do you? Don't you? Then I it's just, actually yeah. I just um just thought it'd be nice to good idea. instead have something. So yeah. So yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit heavy that. A bit heavy. We've shifted uh, gear a little bit. Yeah, but I think it's just relevant, mm. isn't it, to the what the this whole podcast was about was like mindful consumption, like thinking about why we do things. Is it because we want to feel better about ourselves? Is it we want to have more confidence? Is it that we're feeling a bit shit about ourselves and therefore we need it for that? Or is it because we want to impress the stranger on the internet? Like, why do we do yeah. and why are we driven to do these things? Um, and we're not saying not do stuff because also life's for living. Definitely. And it's about... Part of life is consuming things, whether it's products or tv or experiences it's part of it but just maybe just being a bit more mindful because if we were more mindful and we can help someone else with our decisions yeah. it's 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 nice isn't it definitely and first just having a bit of a think about it like so we've committed to not buying as much clothes for ourselves oh sorry um not buying as much clothes for ourselves and also being like we spoke about like things like buying water bottles instead of buying a bottle of water you know actually taking a water bottle out and just being a bit more aware as well like consuming for business because though I don't fall into this category but Josie definitely does you've always been someone that you love to buy courses or um you know, you love, yeah. le- you're a real learner. Yeah, I love it. But then I'll overbuy. You'll over, and then you don't do anything because you think, oh, I've got all this. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Whereas I would rather, and I think this is why, and it's definitely become apparent with what we do with our clients. If they do, if they bought a self-study course or they bought, bought an in-person day with us, the results, you can't even compare them all. They're like no, completely yeah. different. And again, spend a little bit more, but get a lot more for you. Money. Yeah, exactly. Because I think people do that, don't they? They want to, like, say, maybe save money and they'll do, okay, I'll get this little thing and I'll get this little thing and this little thing. But then you spent £1,000 on all that when you couldn't... It's like when... I've done it before, like, I've seen a coat that I really like. Oh, gosh, going on. Just pause this a sec. So, yeah, I've wanted a coat. I've seen a coat before in the past that I've wanted is, like, maybe 300 quid. And I'll be like, well, instead of getting that, I'll get this, this and this. And instead of getting the one thing I like that would have lasted me, I end up getting three things that I didn't really want. And then you end up getting the coat. And then you, you are, well, yeah. And so, so like a coat that's not quite as nice. Yeah, I think if you really want something like that, you should always go for the more expensive, if you can. If you can. And keep it less, like yeah. less less is more. I love an investment piece though. Yeah. love an investment piece. Yeah, that lasts you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm getting my lovely red, you remember that beautiful red coat that I bought a couple of years ago and then I didn't wear it last year because I lost loads of weight. It was hanging off me anyway. I've obviously put all that way back on again, so I'm going to get it out because it's, it's that such one, a yeah. beautiful. I was watching a Christmas Mark film. Kane, wasn't yeah, it? that Mark Kane one. I was watching a Christmas film yesterday. Yes, it's November, and yes, I'm watching Christmas films. And yes, I don't apologise for the fact that I love it. <laughs> I love. Not the Hallmark Channel. Channel Five on a Sunday do back to back Christmas films. They are cheesy. They're always a love story. Aren't love they? story. Always set in like this really idyllic 
American, you know, little village, little village where everything's. Just and they so come good. back for Christmas. They yeah, always come, come back for come back for, come Christmas. Back for Christmas. There's always like the hunky guy and the really yeah. attractive one. But yeah, I love it. I buy into it. Yeah. So yeah, watch them. You say, but one of the main characters in this very gripping one that I was watching yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> she had this gorgeous red coat. And I was like, and she was blonde. I was like, oh, she looks so lovely in that red coat. And I was like, I'm gonna get my red coat out. Yeah, it's lovely that red coat. It's beautiful, that. Yeah. but that costs an arm and a leg. I know, I bet. Pure wool. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Beautiful and silk lined. It's stunning. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you didn't That's... wear it last year, did you? No, because it was too big for me, but... Hey, ho, guess what? I've chubbed up again. <laughs> That's why you should never throw away clothes. No, not when you're like me, no. <laughs> right, we are the Mini Mavens. Um, don't forget to head over to the show notes if you want to come to our event in January, Impact 2024. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We're holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations, you are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.